The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, April 9th, 2022, a.k.a. is also known as, but not many people know cigar companies by their brands, know them by their brands, not the company name. So we're going to talk about that. Who are the real companies behind the brands? And Noel Rojas is a cigar manufacturer you might not know yet, but you will after this. He joins us live. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Okay, uh, with us is Noel Rojas. He's not new to cigars, but he's new to most of the listeners on the show, so we're going to get to know him a little better. Thanks for coming up, Noel. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. We're having a blast at the store. Beautiful. I can't complain. Beautiful. Well, first, I have never spoke to you before one hour ago, uh, and that's because Barry, the guy next to you, told me that you didn't speak English and uh, so I never reached out to you. So that's number one to blame on Barry. It's not true. Well, when we met, you barely spoke any English, and I yeah, barely been... spoke any Spanish. So it was about seven years or eight years ago. Yeah, eight yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. And... Texas uh, helped me out a lot. Okay, and number two is uh, you made a cigar for me, uh, <clears throat> even though I had never met you, called Kilo, and. Um, we ordered that. I think we ordered it twice and never did it again. Again, not my fault. Uh, Barry decided to get married. So why would that have any bearing on we stopped making the brand? Somebody contacted him and asked him if they would sell him the rights to the brand name. I don't know if you know the story. Yeah, I know. Oh, you Barry, do? Barry okay. told me. Yeah. yeah, so he sold the brand name, and uh, that put you out of business of Kilo. Me too, but uh, he's happily married. <laughs> Maybe. Well, he's married. <laughs> he's married, he's married anyway. Married. So we'll just get that out of the way uh, right off the top of the bat if, you, Dave, if you're saying whatever Ryan happened. Seneca says, to be fair, you barely speak English. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I let him know that right off the bat that um, between the two of us, uh, we, we had a nice conversation, though. So it's, Did, going, it's going okay. So you followed the whole conversation, everything? I got most good. of it. I think he got most of it. <laughs> good. He brought an interpreter to interpret uh, both of us together. And uh, between the two of us, I think we may uh, have it. But let's get to it. Let's light the first cigar of the day, Barry. What do we have here? Today's first cigar is the Rojas Blue Bonnets, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Rojas Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 6x46 Corona Gorda, which features an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper, over Nicaraguan binders and fillers. 
It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single will set you back $9.99, while a box of 20 is $179.99, which comes out to just $8.99 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $20 or 10% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right, so here is a smaller ring gauge, the king of the ring, small ring gauge. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, I, the logo, we, we had a great conversation for the last hour. We talked about branding. First thing I look at is the R and Rojas kind of split and divided. What's going on with that? Well, we just want to make it different. You know, there's so many R's out there. Okay. And uh, I said, you know, we have to do something that I really catch the eyes of the consumers and something that is different. So that's just a little touch to it. This to me says slashing the big ring gauge craze. <laughs> that's <laughs> or, what it says to me. Or splitting away from Cuba and coming to America. Or there's going to be a lot here. How about Blue Bonnet? So Blue Bonnet is the natural flower for uh, Texas State. Oh, all right. Hmm. All right. I, there was a margarine, Blue Bonnet <laughs> margarine, which is what it connects to me. I knew he was to. going there. Yeah? Yeah. Do you know Blue Bonnet margarine? Everything's better with Blue Bonnet on it. That was their logo. That was their yeah. saying. Everything's better with, with blue, blue bonnet, bonnet on it. Never huh? heard of that. Fa- fascinating. Never heard it. Can we cut yeah. the cigar? And yes. unfinished foot. Unfinished I like foot. that part. I yeah? like that part. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And a much smaller crowd, a happy crowd here. We have six right now. Um, last week, holy God, there were 40 of them out there. Uh, as far as listeners go, Aaron Aldridge is in the audience. Okay. Uh, we know him from MeWe. He traveled here from Vermont mm-hmm. to see the show. A week late, you know, he should have been here last week if he's that close, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he had a problem with your pronunciation, you know. He, he thought you were saying instead of Kowloon, Kahoon or something, so he had trouble finding it. He stacks Kowloon? <laughs> he stacks, yeah, he makes Chinese food. Right. Know. All right, so I cut and then I recut because I thought I wasn't going to get a good draw, and then I remember... That it's an unfinished foot, so I'm not getting a good draw yet, but uh, let's light it up. Let's We're going to light our that. cigar today with the Vertigo Attaché 2. This is a no-frills lighter. Push the button down, a soft flame springs to life, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $14.99. That is the Vertigo Attaché 2, or duh. Good lighter for today because we're smoking a smaller ring gauge lighter, and you don't need these four jets or anything like that in small ring gauge. A regular soft flame, a match would work. Very old school here. Dave, we don't, we don't sell matches. We don't. Okay. <laughs> but a match would work. Don't talk it, about it, matches. It typically I doesn't work. just finished work. the commercial. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some questions. So uh, you look like a young man in the cigar industry. How old are you? I just uh, turned 40 last October. And you're not new to this. You've been in the cigar business for quite a while, actually all the way back into Cuba. Yes, sir. So, well, put it in one way, I was always surrounded by tobacco. 
Pina del Rio. Pina del Rio. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing around. And uh, being raised as a single mom, you know, since I was nine years old, I have been, you know, helping the house, being the man of the house. Uh, if, if something you have to do, if you want to make some extra bucks, you just go work with a farmer, which happens to usually grow tobacco. Same thing with the schools in Cuba. Back when I was in the schools, um, what, what they call the secondary school uh, during those three years, uh, in the morning, you will have to go work on plantations around you. Pina del Rio happens to be tobacco. And after the school that, kids have to go. Yes. So most of the schools down there, now it's different, but when I was in the school, um, the schools, you will leave in the school, you know, it's as an intern, and you will be there the whole week. So in the morning or evening, depending on your shift, you will go to the tobacco fields, or if you're in Havana, you will go to uh, banana plantations. Okay. Uh, but just was uh, an idea of the system to have people, since uh, had kids, uh, create that um, idea of working or, you know, what they call the, the, the idea of, of incorporating good work, work ethic. Good work ethic. Yeah. To the study. And I mean, during the day, we will go work in tobacco fields, and during the afternoon, we will just go to school. That's the way it is. That was your rest, right? Going to yeah. school is, <laughs> is resting. Because working in a tobacco field is, is work. You know, most it Americans is. don't understand that yeah. that type of labor okay. type of thing. You know, every now and then you run into somebody from Connecticut that used to work tobacco fields. Yes. <laughs> but they or weren't doing that during recess. Or their grandmother did. Right. Yeah. So when did you get out of Cuba? I get out when I was 25 years old. Um, spent my first four and a half, five years in Miami. And uh, I was trying to get into the cigar industry. It was really difficult. Nobody so only 15 years you're here? Yes, I only been okay. here 15 years. And Despite what Barry says, your English is very good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know one word. Coming Just here. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, not much, not really much. He spoke a lot of Spanglish. Okay. And especially in Miami, that you don't have people mm-hmm. speaking English. It's difficult to learn. And uh, I went to Nicaragua after five years. Uh, Start my own little factory. So you came to America first, though. Yes. First part is America. With yes. With your mother? No, just by myself. By yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No family. I left everybody behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no future for me down there. And, uh, you know, I run into a couple of things. So would you come back? Would you come with? Not a pile of money. No, nothing. I mean. <laughs> nothing. You literally come with nothing. You know, just uh, went from Cuba to Mexico, crossed the border, asked for asylum. I mean, nothing else than, you know, the clothes that I have for me, <laughs> literally. So you, you get to Mexico. You're able to get to Mexico. No, not a problem. You're able to leave. Or you have to trick your way out of getting out of Cuba. No, what I mean is when we left, when I left Cuba, um, the closest um, land will be Mexico. So okay. we went from Pinar de Rio to Mexico and then make all the way to the border, uh, Laredo, Texas. And ask for asylum. And how do you get there? You walk? Uh, buses. Buses. You know, yeah. Buses. And, uh, and I pick mostly up buses. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly buses. All right. Yeah, they have and then buses. you say, can I have asylum? And then. Exactly. So, uh, because I see the migration happen now, and I wonder, as soon as they cross the thing, what do you do next at that point? Well, that's, uh, back in that time, it was a wet, uh, wet fit that I fit. Ah. Uh, but still, you know, we walk in, we said, you know, we're looking for asylum, you know, could you help us out? And uh, they give us, you know, a sheet, 
we have to fill it out. So does a bunch of you went together? Uh, we yes. were 14 people okay. that left Cuba at the same time. Okay. And, and that, how does that happen? That happens in advance? You're all talking with each other and says, okay? Uh, kind of. There was a guy in my town, which is actually the brother of my uh, ex-mother-in-law. And, you know, one, se- one day I said, you know, I, I want to leave. I mean, there's nothing here for me. Uh, I mean, I don't see future for my sons or my daughters in the yeah. future here. And uh, he said, well, if you're interested, you know, we're putting this project together. I will just tell you the day that we're going to leave. I didn't know in advance. Really? Because there's a lot of, it, it happens, there's a lot of informants yeah, that absolutely. get into the group. Sure. And then they ended up, you know, busting uh, the whole project. And um, I remember. And it's big trouble if you get caught trying to yeah, leave. Yeah. Big trouble. <clears throat> yeah, they, they used to put people in jail for that. <clears throat> and one day, I'm just ready to get some dinner. He comes by on the bike and said, it's today. Wow. I would, you have to be ready in two hours. That's it. Yeah. Give everybody a kiss and go. <clears throat> well, literally, uh, only a few of my family knew. I didn't want them to worry about it. I remember one of, uh, one of my cousins, when he seen me passing by, we played chess every night. He said, uh, let's go play some chess. He said, just set up the table, coming back. It's a joke. He always called me and said, when are we going to finish that, that game? Yeah, right. And, wow. uh, and then we left, you know, that we went to the, the coast and, you know, then from there to Mexico, Mexico, take buses to the border and ask for asylum. Wow. Wow. So because of your connection with the tobacco leaves and stuff, you said, okay, let me find something in the, in the cigar industry? Yeah. So uh, when I finished the school back in Cuba, going back to... Everything. Um, I was working on tobacco fields when I was a kid. I finished school, went to the mandatory military service, which is two years in Cuba. When I finished that, you know, I, I wanted to keep, I, I like the tobacco. You know, I like it, everything. That, I mean, for me, the beauty of it was seeing a little seed going from, you know, a, a little sibling to a plant, to sure. something that you harvest, to something that you ferment. To something that you can actually smoke and put a beautiful package in it. I mean, yeah. it was exciting for me. But in Cuba, everything is owned by the government. So you cannot make your own cigars, manufacture your own cigars. You go sure. to jail for that. So it happens that there is a, there is a big market in Pinar del Rio, specifically in Pinar del Rio, for a lot of tourists that go down there and they don't want to buy a Coiba or a Monte Cristo. They want to buy the cigars that the average Cuban former smoke. Street, street is, cigars. Exactly. Yeah. It's a naked cigar. Yeah. And uh, I started learning about it. Um, I started working with a really old guy in the area. And we're still selling cigars. Now imagine, back in that day, this lasts about two and a half, three years. Making, back, your, making your own cigars. Exactly. Back, and back, all the way through, the fermenting stage, all the way through. Well, we will be buying tobacco from the local farmers oh, okay. that already fermented. Okay. And the thing is, uh, you know, for a regular farmer or for a, for a doctor in Cuba, a regular salary would be twenty dollars a month. <laughs> we were selling those cigars for seventy cents, eighty cents U.S. dollars, up to a dollar, and we were selling hundreds of cigars a month. Right. So we were making a lot of money. But this is like a cat and a, 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 a mouse, mouse yeah. thing. Yeah. Police will always come in. You we will start running away. 
Um, I mean, we, we will have people in places that will let you know when somebody was coming and things like that. But uh, I mean, eventually one day they catch me. They throw me in jail for three nights and four days. And that's when I realized that I have to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, when I start talking to my friends said, you know. What does it cost to get out? What do you mean? Money-wise, how much does it cost for you to get out of Cuba, go through the process of going to Mexico? Because buses aren't free. They got to they gotta yeah. put gas in them. Well, yeah, yeah. So what we did is, uh, so my friend, and this was not his first attempt. Uh, my, my friend, he tried it before. Uh, they just built a raft. I mean, like a boat wow. with an engine of a four uh, fifty-seven. And the first time that they tried out, they went to Mexico, and then they they have some issues in Mexico, and they deported back. So this was the second time they were trying something. Jesus. So we have to put some money down for building that raft, and um, and then you know we build it, and uh, you know good luck in hiding, hiding, in hiding. I mean, I never saw it before. Leaving. Get on it. Uh, we just put the money down, you know. That not only one person know where everything was going on, and uh, when when they did that, you know, you said, "Okay, let's go." And it was just fourteen guys. You know. Do you ever see those fourteen people ever again? Uh, from time to time, I chat with them in Facebook yeah. and, and things like that. I mean, they live in Miami, but you know, everybody's so busy with their life. Uh, but we get in touch from now and then. Everybody has a better life. Oh, way better. Not Everything just- in your life must seem like it's easy because you. Put money down on a, on a, to a stranger. He builds a boat, and you get there, and you're like, "It's not like it's, it's not, a boat that came out of a raft. It's a raft. Well, yeah. It's a reconditioned car engine attached to, Lord knows what he's using for a propeller. And you're like, "Yeah, I'm in for this. Yeah. I'm going to do that." And we need to hear this stuff that we think we have problems and things are tough for us and all this. And I couldn't decide if I was going to grind the beans fresh this morning or use the pre-ground ones, and I thought I had a real conundrum on my hands. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, Noel's living the American dream. Came here with nothing. Yeah. And now he has a cigar company. Yesterday, I think he told me you're now producing a million cigars a year. More than a million. More than a More million. Than a million. Yeah. Unbelievable. So you you start in Texas. Make it with a cigar factory. Well, when I went to uh, Nicaragua, I first opened my first factory on there. I had some partnership that didn't work out. I spent my first four and a half, five years in Nicaragua. But uh, things were not really working out in, in two ways. One thing, some partnership that didn't work out for me. And second, as that I went straight from Cuba, Miami, Miami, Nicaragua. I didn't really get to know how the things work on the retailing side. Yeah. So branding, uh, marketing, I didn't know nothing about it. And I think that was affecting, you know, the first brand that I came out to the market because the communication between the brand and the consumer wasn't there. So I decided to go back, you know, close the factory. I had all the debt that I had uh, and returned to the States. I was looking for a place to stay and I fell in love with Texas when I was visiting Okay. Uh, the state selling cigars. And that's when I decided to go back and just live in Texas, which helped me a lot. I get a lot of knowledge from the retailings out of it, uh, of the cigars. Uh, I learned a lot about branding, learned from my mistakes. And you went in the cigar store and worked in the cigar store? I was literally rolling cigars for almost two years in a cigar store in Dallas. Wow. Every single day, doing everything from scratch. I was the number one selling cigar, actually. This store was selling more than $100,000 a year just on my cigars. Wow. Yeah. 
and you made every single cigar. One every person. single one of them. Wow. Wow. And it said, okay, can I, can I possibly go national with this again? Let me try it again. You got to spend enough time in a cigar store. You saw what they liked and uh, how the consumer acted in the U.S. Maybe different than you thought, right? Exactly. I finally learned that, uh, you know, there's, it can't be just a cigar. It has to have purpose. Yeah. And I said, as I read books and I understand and I you know, try to educate myself, I said, we have to do something. I have to come out with something that has purpose. It can't just be throwing a brand out there and waiting for people Another to brand. Exactly. How valuable is, is the brand's identity to you? 100% valuable. I mean, it's uh, all the value in the world. It's, uh, it, it's, it's more about purpose. I mean, for me, as it is right now, it's more about purpose, the way that I see it. And the purpose of the Rojas brand is to be the brand that actually educates the consumer. The brand that helps the consumer to get to the next level. We're not just out to make cigars and sell cigars, but uh, everything that we have within the Rojas line, including a product that I have, which is called the Cigar Specialist, uh, which is a kit that is going to help people to develop their palates and being able to determine what tobaccos they like and they don't based on the knowledge they're going to be getting from this particular course, because it's a course, they will have different values going from one to five. Uh, that's the whole mantra, and that's the core thing. The purpose of the Rojas brand is creating well-educated consumers, because the one thing that I saw, and the one thing that caught my attention, is when I was in the stores, and in this store, Rolling Cigars, I got so many people that have been smoking cigars for so many years walking to me, approaching us, and asking me questions, and, and like, you have been smoking a cigar for 10 years, so you don't know the cigars are handmade, or they're rolled this weight, mm. or they're made this weight, and that's what catch my attention. She said, there's a big gap. I mean, there's a big gap between consumers and knowledge about cigars. Well, you've been saying that for years. That's the, the reason why we have a podcast Yeah, now. Yeah, that we, that we, I need to fill it out, and I want to put out content that is not just telling you why you should buy my cigar because it's better than, which is most of everything you can see when you research about cigars online or, or on YouTube. Wanted yeah. to get some knowledge. I said, we have to come out with something that would really teach the consumer about cigars, not just why they have to buy my cigars. So, and that was the whole purpose of the Rojas brand, is actually teach people about it. Once you know about cigars, you smoke my cigars, you smoke X person cigar, and you compare, you're going to know, you know, this guy is right. You know? Yes. This cigar is very good. They have a good draw. They have a good flavor. I mean, the whole ring gauge thing with the smaller ring gauges have way more flavor than the big ring gauge. This is this guy is right. I'm gonna start consuming his cigars. So you think that if somebody is educated in tobacco, they're gonna love your cigar because 100%. they know, right? Educated 100%. consumer is gonna be your best customer, right? One hundred percent. And you decided to go to smaller ring gauge cigars. You particularly like them better. You think they have more flavor to them? Yes. Well, and everybody knows this. That, you know, everybody who wants to do a research, they can, I actually was doing a research yesterday, just trying to look for an article. And there is so many articles from big uh, big bloggers and, and companies like Scar Aficionado, Half Wheel, all of this, just talking about small ring gauge thing. And the thing is, I mean, everybody who knows cigars and have been smoking cigars for a long time, they know smaller ring gauges deliver more flavor. And it's a very simple why, right? You use the same amount of wrapper, whether you're rolling a Lancero 7.5 by 38 or 40, than a 7 by 70. It's the same amount of wrapper. 
the wrapper is up to 80% of the flavor of the cigar. That's why you see companies doing one blend, three different wrappers, you know, Connecticut, Habano, Maduro, because the responsible for the flavor is really the wrapper. When you throw a wrapper on a small ring gauge cigar, the ratio between filler and wrapper is bigger to the wrapper, so you can actually taste that 80% of the flavors of the cigar. Okay, makes sense. And that's why I said, you know what, we're going to focus on something that is already there, which is traditional, but in a certain way, people still don't understand it, and we're going to try to educate the consumer that a smaller ring gauge is always going to have more flavor than big ring gauge cigars. That's just on the wrapper. Now, if you look at the fillers, you know that any tobacco plant have three different, three main primings, you know, visos, secos, and ligeros. The secos help with the combustions, visos for the flavor, ligero for the strength. We only use visos and ligeros with a little bit of seco, but it's up to 80% visos and ligeros on the cigar, so it's a very slow combustion, and it's a lot of flavorings of the cigar. So we use meat, meat. No ground beef. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's no-brainer. Everybody that has to turn into smaller ring gauges and said, you should smoke that 42-gauge or 46-gauge uh, against any cigar over 52-gauge, they're amazed because they can see it. But isn't there a value to having a Gordo in your portfolio to capture the sale from the guy that only smokes 60 ring gauges and maybe he's got a shot at going down a size? But if you don't have his size... He's moving on to a brand that does. Well, that's I think that's one of the risks of the risks that I decided to take. One of the things that I said, you know what, I'm going to lose this market, but I can mean everything for everybody. That's the thing. That's when you lose your edge. Yeah, you a restaurant that has a whole giant menu and they're not good at anything, right? Exactly. I rather uh, dominate the category we're dominating, which is the category of small ring gauge cigars. And still we do the number one selling cigars in the States, which is Robustus and Toros on 50 ring gauge, than being all things for all people. Sure. I don't want to be all things for all people. We want to be this, the brand for the cigar specialist, the people who know about cigars. All right. So we carry three of your lines, the Rojas Blue Bonnet that we're smoking, the Rojas Statement, and the Street Taco. What's the difference between the three? Well, the Blue Bonnet, which is the one we're smoking right now, it's... Uh, a Corojo wrapper from Ecuador, and it's a Corojo fillers from Nicaragua. Uh, this is blend to be more like a medium body cigar that you can smoke with a coffee in the morning. I mean, in my case, I'm smoking with a coffee in the morning. It's a cigar that is, I mean, it's very well balanced and have a lot of creaminess. The aroma, I love the aroma specifically with the Corojos tobaccos that, that they produce. Um, uh, mainly for a medium body cigar. Then uh, it's your mildest that you carry right now. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. And then we have the uh, statement, which is more like a medium to full body cigar with a Mexican San Andres wrapper, and it's Nicaraguan fillers and binders where we use uh, Criollo tobaccos mainly. It's going to be a little bit spicy and pepper, not overwhelming, but with a lot of flavor. Or a cigar you will uh, smoke after the dinner or you know after a good meal. That type of cigar. Yeah. Uh, the Street Tacos is a Sumatra wrapper. I love the Sumatra wrapper and the combination that flavors create. And when you combine that wrapper with tobaccos from Nicaragua, especially Jalapa and Esteli. And that particular cigar is meant to be medium body cigar, but with immense amount of flavor and uh, creaminess. 
And I don't know, I, I think it's just a chemical thing between the reaction that the tobacco, the Sumatra wrapper creates when, when combined with Nicaraguan tobacco that creates that unique flavor. And, and it's been a boom since we came out with that one. Um, but it's, it's mostly, I would have said, it's a very creamy cigar. Why call it street taco? Well, that's funny. It's, uh, it's actually a story behind that. And, and in Mexico with Edgar Hoyle from uh, Osso Cigars, and he said, I'm going to take you to this place where they make the best street tacos ever. And they were the best street tacos ever. I probably eat, I don't know, like 30 street. I mean, they were small. <laughs> yeah. But they were surprised how many I could eat, right? And um, they have this big crumple. And they're cutting, you know, the fire around, and they're cutting all the meat, uh, the meat on the on the edges of the trumpet. And as it came down with all the fat, they're mixing it, and they're putting the tortillas on that fat. I mean, that thing was amazing. And I said, you know what, Edgar? I think this is a really good name for a cigar. I mean, street tacos. Think about it. And it's like, you're right. And that's when the idea came out, street tacos. And we started with the barbacoa, and then we will have some more releases coming out. Uh, very soon at the, at the trade show, it's going to come the uh, Street Tacos Carnitas, which is a box press Connecticut cigar. Super creamy, super flavorful, medium body. It's not going to be your flavorless very, very Connecticut. Very interested, very interested. <laughs> and uh, we will have some releases going forward. I mean, as, as the time passes, you know, we will have Chorizos, uh, Al Pastor. There are center releases, but I will be doing these releases as um, we develop some new tobaccos that we are currently growing right now. And will be in fermentation, so the other ones will wait a little bit more to get released. So you, you weren't nervous at all about taking advice from somebody who calls his cigar one shot, one kill. I mean, it's <laughs> he's. I don't think he's a good litmus test for whether or not a brand is going to work. Well, this thing came out swinging. Street taco, big, big talk of it, uh, right off. Certainly the bat. easy to remember. Yeah, it's not like and Le, Rojas is not bad, but there's certainly there's some other names out there where you just you. Give your best guess as the color of the band. So you are coming to the trade show? Yes, sir. All I right. Know. All right. And uh, so retailers are going to find you there. If they don't find you there, uh, how else can a retailer listening here say, I, okay, I want to give this uh, young man a try? Um, because, you know, you always want to help the, the, the guy struggling and, and working hard to try to, to make it. I think we found him. Uh, this is the, uh, the up-and-comer as far as I'm concerned. You've heard me say it before, uh, but here he is. Um, how does somebody get a hold of your company? Well, uh, we have a phone number for the company, which is still doesn't know exactly, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 214 no, business cards, phone numbers. There's, there's some things that have, end up happening. But okay, but uh, besides your phone if, number, if, I'm not going to trip you up with any yeah. tough questions. <laughs> um, if you know, we're based in Dallas. Uh, if you actually Google Roja Cigars, okay, that's in all. Dallas. You know, all the information is going to come up there. We have an email, which is uh, orders at rojascigars.com. All right, so people can contact me there, and the phone number is two one four. Uh, can't do it. Okay. Well, orders at rojascigars.com or, you know, they can use uh, Google Map, Roja Cigars in Dallas, and the phone number is going to come out there. All right. I, I wish you the best luck in the world. Thank that, you. Uh, Thank you. Going on. We're on board with it. Um, and uh, certainly Ed Sullivan's a big, small ring gauge guy anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. He's turned me around that I end up uh, liking it. Look how in a, in a half hour. Look at how I, skinny your fingers look next to that. <laughs> 
they don't. It's amazing. That, that's the problem with Lanceros. That's the problem I have with it. These big fat fingers. They make my fingers look even fatter. So I try to stay away from <laughs> Lanceros because they don't sell, which is another thing too. Your Lancero does well. Yes, very well. Very well. Very well. Because uh, we we put a Lancero last week. It's not going so well. I'll talk about that in the next hour. <laughs> but um, consumers, American consumers, right now are thinking they get a better value for a bigger cigar. It's not that much more, and it's thicker. And look at my, how much more I get from it. But what you're getting is less flavor because the cigar is thicker. It's more filler tobacco. Exactly. Yeah, is what happens. But Yeah, I mean, so far with the Lanceros, this is, this is the thing. It's not everybody who can make a good Lancero. Um, it's complicated. When it comes to manufacturing, uh, you can only use the best rollers for that. What's your ring gauge on your Lancero? Uh, we have 38 and we have 40. Okay. We have both sizes. You do make a 38, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And uh, the thing is, it's it, the secret. In, in our manufacturing, the secret is to use a certain texture on the tobaccos. It can be just any viso. You know, we, we actually sort the tobacco for specifically Lanceros. Hmm. So if we're using a seco, it can be just like a very thin seco. It has to be a seco, what we call with body on it, you know. Okay. And if we're using visos and ligeros, it can be a really thick ligero because it's going to give problems with the Burn. tunneling. Yeah, absolutely. Or it can be like a really… So you're getting ligero inside the lancero. Yes, yes, we do. We okay. Do. But it, it's certain ligeros. You know, we have to sort the bales. Um, there are some tobaccos, for example, from Nestle, which is a really thick tobacco. Um, if we have a bell of, of Ligero, we have to sort it out and see what is a Ligero that has a, 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 um, a thinner texture, yeah. but it still has all the oils, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good tobacco that still has a Ligero, it's not a Beso, that we can use without affecting the physical construction of the cigar. With all that work, they must cost $42. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the price of the cigars are so reasonable, too, on top of it. So yeah. you got something going on here for sure. You got something going on. Uh, we look forward to watching you. I'll be watching and paying attention. And certainly, we're seeing uh, tremendous growth with the Rojas brand. So, you deserve to give it a shot, uh, uh, studio audience that's watching here. Go into your favorite brick and mortar store, ask for Rojas. If they don't have it, tell them to get it, right? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we're going to take a break right now when we come back. Also known as many people know cigar companies for their brand names. The company is not always the same all the time. We're going to talk about the real companies behind the brands. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. 
Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with Smoking the Rojas Blue Bonnet. Uh, very impressive cigar. Is it possible that George just lied to us in that last drop? Why? What did he say? He said this is George Padron from Padron Cigars. And you're it saying, is very possible. You're saying that the, the names right. of the companies are different. That's right, because many people know cigar companies by their brand names. The company is not 
always the same. Who are the real companies behind the brands is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and I, I say this because my, it's my wife that I would mention a certain brand and she does the accounts payable and she has been for 30 something years. And she says, I don't know that brand. And I said, well, you write all the checks for all these people. You, you know them better than anybody. And then I'll say the, you know, the real name of the company, which most people won't know. Maybe you guys won't even know it. Barry, when the invoices come in, when the shipments come in, do you look at? I look, but a lot of time, it, it, you know, it, it, it'll, Padron Cigars will say Padron Cigars, but Padron actually used to go under another name as well. Yeah, we write the check to, to another company. Right. Mm-hmm. So she so knows, depends she on knows the company. George Padron, but as far as yeah. she's concerned, it's, it's uh, what is it? Do you know? Uh, was it Peloto Cigars? Yeah, it's yeah. Peloto Cigars is the name of Padron, Peloto. Hmm. So she'll say, oh, George Padron from Peloto Cigars, where maybe other people wouldn't, wouldn't even know it. Or where, where does Peloto come from? What's it all about? Uh, I don't. I don't even know what that is. But real names of companies. Isn't it a planet that was uh, not a planet for a while, and then it was a planet Pluto? again, and then it was not a planet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pluto? now you're just being daffy. Yeah, uh, Jonathan. Isn't he a duck? <laughs> Ron in the chat room says you can move over now. You're crowding, Dave. There we go. Everybody's a critic of every friggin' thing. I'm the one that can't move over. You know what, Ron? I'll either fall off the stage or, or I'm going to rub into him. Which I did at the anniversary party. Yes, somebody caught you. Yes, midair. Yeah, that was me. So no, he, it was the guy with the red I'm hair. I'm telling you, Barry, that was me. The guy had his arms he had around hair. me in a bear hug. And so maybe he fell twice. <laughs> uh, but you, you got to check on him because he could have, you know. Yeah, hernia. At least. Yes. At the very least. So, uh. The, the company Executive Cigars. Do you know who they are? Executive Cigars. Uh, Sounds I, fancy. I, I do. Fancy. Christoph. It is Christoph. Christoph. Um, vintage Cigars. Do you know who they are? Vintage Cigars. Sounds old. 724. That is correct. Ooh. 724. All right. Nick Cigar Company. Oh. That's for Domo. It can only be one. <laughs> no. You got Nick Melillo. No. 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 Look at the way his face lights up. He's so in love. <laughs> <laughs> you love them. You love them. Nick Cigar Company, that was the company. And the brand was even Nick's. Nick Sticks. Yeah. yeah. And laid out using his last name, and everybody knows it is a Perdomo, but the check goes to Nick Cigar Company. Uh, and when you, I think maybe the front of the, the, the office itself used to say Nick Cigar Company, but I think he might have changed that to Perdomo Cigars. I think it comes from the he was he was a junior, so you live your life as Junior Perdomo, and maybe he needed to make a name for himself and just went with the Nick and, and just it, put his it son out there. Is Nicholas, correct? It's never Nick, right? It's Nicholas. Yep. Now don't you two see that you're in love with each other? You can see it. Just like the Perdomos, okay? <laughs> They're nice to me. They're the only ones. <laughs> so here's an import company that just says they're premium. They're premium, premium? imports. Premium, premium imports. That's the company. LFD. Yes. <laughs> LFD. Did you know that? I didn't. All right. No. So you got to pause a little bit if you know the answer and say you know the answer. Let somebody else try to figure it out. Uh, Fabrica Unidas. I think I know. I think I know. Is it three initials? It's, it's 
smoking could a be. collaboration in the second hour. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's the answer I had. Anything? CLE is Fabrica Unidas. Unidas? United Factory. I always thought it was Tobacco Larry Unidas. Fabrica. Dog. <laughs> Just dog. Yep. Uh, I know exactly that, who that is. That's the bounty hunter, right? Nope. And um, hmm. cigar company. That's right. All right. Dog. That's Davidoff of Geneva. Davidoff of Geneva. Dog. 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 I'm gonna mm-hmm. be Dag. What's up, Dog? Oh, no. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep practicing your spelling. Yes. Yeah. Selected tobacco. Easy one. Yeah. We, we say it all the time, but it's not. On, in any of their products, they don't have a brand selected tobacco, but that is Nelson Alfonso. Atabay Byron Bandolero is all selected tobacco as the company. How about Havana Cellars? If you think about that, you can kind of get there. Havana Cellars. I know it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cellar meaning C-E-L-L-A-R, yes. right? Cellar. Yeah. Yes. Down the basement. I got it, California. Correct. Yeah. Anything? <laughs> well, yeah, what, else, what, what goes in a cellar? Wine. Wine. That's a terrible clue. <laughs> well, he got into the wine business. It didn't work, but he got into the wine business. Tatuaje is Havana mm. Cellars. Mm. And that's what, you know, my, my wife would understand it as. Indian Head. Indian Head is the name of a company that we buy lots of cigars from. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, that's uh, JB. Down in the DR. Yes, yes. JB in the DR. Hochi Blanco, which is La Galera. <laughs> mm-hmm. La Galera is Indian head. Um, this is easy. JRE tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no JRE cigars. We know oh, it. Correct. But they well, are they Aladino. Named the, they named the cigar after the factory. The factory's called Aladino. Is that right? Yeah. He's the factory is named Aladino? He's correct. Really? It's something, something, Aladino. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, see, you learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes you the, the Cigar, Cigar Authority. Authority. It does. How about Clint Tobacco? Clint. K-L-I-N Tobacco. Yeah, I, I think was I know our, that uh, late one. great friend. Yes. Yeah. Hammer and Sickle. Hammer and Sickle is Clint Tobacco. Iconic Leaf. Uh, rolled in two bar, the old Cuban Yes, leg. yes, yes. Iconic Nothing? Leaf. Nothing? Nah. Come on, Ed Sullivan. Oh, that commercial might have been before you. Yeah, I mean, Ed Sullivan would like to be one. A recluse. <laughs> recluse. Oh, yeah, I would love to be a recluse. <laughs> and I wonder why they don't come out with a, ever a brand using these names that, that are in there and, and, and most people don't know. So far, they're not very good for brand names. Maybe Dog. Well, this one you're, gonna, you're probably all going to know because it's mentioned a lot. Uh, here's somebody that does mention it, Foundation, mm-hmm. right? So you know Foundation right. is Wiseman, L-O-N-C-A, Nick Malillo's company, it's Foundation. El Rey de los Habanos. El Rey de los Habanos. It's not GH, is it? I don't know what that means. Is it MF? Yes. Okay. MF. My father. Oh, I was thinking a different M. Yes, eh, same thing. Much the same. Uh, tobacco's S.A. 
Tobacco's SA. Oh, I've seen that before, but I don't know. Is Jesus Fuego's uh, yeah, yeah, 2283, yeah. Tobacco's yeah, yeah, SA. Yeah. N. Shankin Communication. C-A. Yeah, Cigar Aficionado. Hmm. M. Communication. Uh, I have more, but right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. This question comes from Dyson. I have a shed that is roughly 200 square feet that I'm using as a backyard smoke-easy. Which would be better to help with the smoke, an air purifier or an exhaust fan? Exhaust. Exhaust. Problem is going to be in the wintertime, your heat and stuff is going to go out, If assuming you're in a winter climate or something it's terrible but that's what's happening here we're exhausting the smoke out gets cold in here at times cold yeah i uh i have this crazy idea in my kitchen Uh, there's a spot above the cabinets where i could run a uh, four inch pipe to the outside with louvers and i want to hook up an exhaust fan that goes above the stove to pull smoke you know from cooking out but I think that would do the trick for... Uh, Is a four-inch pipe enough, or do you prefer a bigger pipe? I think four-inch will be sufficient. <laughs> the best... We're talking I, long, right? My buddy Alan Meltzer is in the audience here now, and the best exhaust system I ever saw in my life was at his house when we were kids. He had a whole house mm. ventilation. Oh, yeah. Whole house fan in the attic. Yeah, you, you hit, in the attic. Hit the switch. and Holy shit. Unbelievable. I mean, you could feel it when the thing ended up hitting. <laughs> Why isn't that a thing anymore? I don't know. My neighbors in Derry had one. It was awesome. They so, they never ran air conditioning. They just after the in the heat of the day they'd run it and pull the cool air up from the basement. That's what would happen in there. And then shut the house down and you're good. That was the best I ever saw. Hmm. And that that should make a comeback. It must be an easy thing, right? It's a fan in the attic that's blowing. You would think blowing out. Blowing out. So that's an exhaust fan, but it, there was no fan in the house. You didn't even know what was happening. You hit it, and it was gone. Pretty silent. Phew, hit it, great. it and quit it. All right. Uh, back onto the companies. We have uh, Cedar Cellars. Cedar Cellars. Again, a cellar basement. Mm-hmm. Cedar Cellars. Anything. I should I- know this because I just checked recently last year or two probably last checked it in order and it's in our system is cedar cellars oh really okay you can't put the two and two together all saints cigars there you go. Ah. all saints uh g distributors g distributors we don't carry the brand anymore but it's an old brand that's been out there it starts well, with the letter g g distributors is it pg nope it is gray cliff oh okay mm-hmm. havana cuba cigars that was interesting. When that first mm. came out, I go, there's got to be a problem with this or whatever. But it, it continued. Uh, I believe it still exists 
as itself. It is uh, aging rum, Oliveros. Hmm. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Havana, Cuba. This is where he came from, too. Uh, M&N Cigar is an old, old company name of this company who later changed it to F&N, who later changed it to the names of the people, but it starts off as M&N, later F&N. Are they uh, in Tampa? Yes. Do they make Fu an all-American cigar? They do. Fuente Newman, and then later J.C. Newman, back to the original original. Uh, Hulko Raw was in the 90s. That was Romeo and Juliet when it was just Romeo and Juliet. Um, T-G-I-S-S-I. Uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop? It is. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Two Guys Smoke Shop. Correct. And every once in a while, I have to use it um, for, for the company. Um, Indian Trail Media. That's one for you, Barry Stein. Indian, Indian Trail, Trail Media. Media. Not to be confused with the Happy Trail Media. No idea. It's Cigar Coop. Hmm. Oh, no kidding. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Indian Tobacco still exists. That's uh, Phil Zangy. No, it's Rocky Patel. Rocky. I, thought he, <clears throat> I thought he got it back. He got the brand back. <laughs> That's confusing. Yeah. Uh, I got a bone to pick with you. What else? I listened to Cigar <laughs> Pulpit, and you sent in a nasty message. <laughs> that wasn't nice. <laughs> yes. Which one was it? <laughs> I've You've done, done more than one? I've done a few at uh, Prodding. You should call in with... Uh... Yeah, their phone number, 0000. zero, zero, zero. <laughs> Just as many... It's the amount of listeners they have on the show. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. I never miss. I never miss myself. <laughs> he knows I'm kidding. Not. No, I mean... I'm, I am. Uh, before Davidoff bought Camacho, uh, I knew that one. So Karib, Karib is right. Good, good. Uh, before General bought La Gloria Cabana, who did they really buy? What was the company? Gloria Cabana was a brand, but the company they bought, and I believe they had a brand name at that for a short period of time. Hmm. It was nothing. weird because of what the company was before it was a cigar. Remember, it was a cigar shop in Little Havana yeah, yep. known as El Credito, which oh, was loaning money, credit company, El Credito. I think they were doing their seconds as El Credito. Yes, I think so, too. Uh, so while they were not doing anything, you know, not processing bank transactions, they were rolling cigars. Right. <laughs> uh, B-O-T-L-L-C. That is Brothers of the Leaf. Essencia. That was Palio Cutters. Hmm. Isn't that the same thing? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's, <laughs> they're actually the people that started that online forum, BOT. Really? Yes. Hmm. Oh, all right. Or the, they had the forum first, and then they came out with their own line of cutters. Okay. And they named it after their, their forum. Right. Or the other way around. Right around. Yeah, Brothers of the Leaf. Uh, Pedro Martin later became Tropical Tobacco Era Tropical, and then later changed their name to Casa Fernandez, who <laughs> later today is known as Aganosa Leaf. Which is the best thing they ever did. <laughs> what was wrong with the uh, tropical tobacco? It was 
Sounds fruity. Yeah, it does yeah. sound a little fruity. <laughs> and that's me saying it. Yeah. That was, jeez, uh, I remember every single one of those entities as they go. These are, there's not really nothing to look up. This is all based on was memory. It, wasn't Pedro Martin, uh, wasn't Sandy, you remember Sandy Martin in the cigar industry? Not Sandy. Uh, but yes. Maria Martin. Maria. Maria Martin. That was his, her daughter. That okay. was a daughter. That was a relation. Yeah, her. that was a daughter, yeah. Um, yeah, I miss her. She was great. Um, there's a lot more. Um, um, but you get the message on that anyway. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I lost my train of thought. Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. <clears throat> Odd and sometimes historic news stories <clears throat> that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> This one's a whopper of a story. Four Burger King customers are suing the chain over marketing, claiming the company makes the burger look about 35% bigger in its advertising than it is in reality. Sure does. The lawsuit, if successful, is sure to be bad news for those on Tinder, as people will line up to sue those who claim their meat is bigger than it is. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. I know exactly where you were going. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> really? That caught me by surprise. Oh, come on, please. Not. Not. <clears throat> um, the after show today, the topic we're going to talk about, what's the value of the cigar brand itself, the value hmm. of the cigar brand. I saw a recent article about the value of brands that are out there, and then I said, what are the value of some of these cigar brands? And uh, it caught me by Ouch. surprise. Bless you. Thank caught you. me by surprise. It wasn't, it wasn't all that much, to be honest with you. All right, so we're smoking the Rojas Blue, bon Blue Bonnet. I actually have samples of other ones. I know Ed Sullivan got the smoke. Uh, Ooh, very nice. Very nice of, of something coming in the future. Yep. But it's relatively new to us anyway, the whole Rojas line. It's relatively new period, but uh, certainly to us and our listeners. Uh, what do you think? I think I smoke two boxes of these a month, which is pretty good when you consider. Right. What's that? It's over one per day. Yep. Uh, it was a contender last year in, in our contenders pack. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised maybe if there's another contender this year. Uh, based upon the pre-release that we smoked, uh, Street Tacos <laughs> new to us. Yeah. I can't stop smoking the Street Taco cigar. Um uh, is it a substitute for food at this point? Thank there? God there's no carbs in it because, you know, <laughs> I, I'm back on the no-carb wagon. So so I, I figure this is a six six on strength. What did our audience think? They said between four and five, um, 61% uh, coming at four or five. Uh, six to seven is 25%, and 14% say one to three. Yeah, I'd go. I think it's a five or a six. I'd go straight up medium on mm. this, but it has a ton of flavor and complexity. Yeah, I gotta say five. It's in my regular rotation. I smoke it almost. Is every all day. you smoke is the Lancero? No, I I think I've got a box of this size in my car right now. I get the Lancero, and I tried. They make a small torpedo. Very good. I'll have to bring you one of those. You can't get them. No. Uh, I get those special ordered for me. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we got 
real names. Those are different than what we know them as. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. 
Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Terrence Riley from Aganorsa Leaf and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two in our 13th year, TCA, also known as the Cigar Authority. Huh? You see what I did there? Also known as the purveyor of coin stories. Yes, it is. 13 years of doing this thing and uh, launching brands and talking about cigars and this foolishness. But uh, this is pretty cool. The next cigar we're going to smoke. What do we have here, Barry? There we go. Somebody forgot right. to push my button. Well, it's an improvement. Let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs> Pushing my buttons. The United Cigar Stadium Series 2 collaboration with CLE Cigars oh, is sure to please cigar enthusiasts and go. baseball fans alike. Celebrate America's pastime with United Cigar Stadium Series collection, and only 1,000 handcrafted chests were made that hold 12 CLE Corojo 1118 cigars. The CLE Corojo 1118 features a Honduran Corojo wrapper with Honduran binder and fillers. It's layered in two rows of six, and the cigars are individually wrapped with the classic CLE tissue paper trademark and United Cigar-themed pinstripes. You're never going to get the job as the Vienna White over here. You're showing nothing but staying still. you got three sides. you got the open box. you got to show everything here. Stadium Series 1 came with nine cigars for the nine innings of regulation baseball, but for the second series, the decision was made to add a few more. We had to go a few extra innings to get this one done, said Oliver Naveau, Director of Operations for United Cigars. So they made the call to the bullpen and got three more innings out of CLE. Somebody <sighs> did that. The United Cigars Stadium Series is scheduled to be a yearly release. And this one will be available at twoguyscigars.com on Monday, April 18th at 10 a.m. And they will retail for $10 each. Or a box of 12 for $99.99, which will come out to $8.33 per cigar. So when you buy them by the box, it's a savings of almost $20 or 16% off the box price. So if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries these on April 18th at 10 a.m., try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So or sign up for the MeWees, and uh, Barry might put the link up early. He so does that. Yes. Those that are listen, listening live, it's not this Monday. It's the following Monday. Mm -hmm. It's the, the 18th. The 18th. So this is 11-18. It's Monday the 18th. Uh, Stadium Series 2. 11-18 on here and 2022. So that's 
some some yeah. of the stuff that's yeah, happening. Yeah, cool. The with the circle around them, they kind of look like retired numbers. It's that's a what very the idea. Nice, very nice touch. They did a nice job, and a little paying homage to, to the facade of a well-known stadium in New York. Yes, in New York. Um, Wait, hang on. How many stadiums are there in New York for baseball? Two. Okay. The whiskey miser says, hopefully, the cigar is not as boring as baseball. Wow, he's the number one sport, man. It's America's pastime. Yeah, he's a curmudgeon. And the pinstripes on you here. You just combined curmudgeon and margarine yes. somehow. <laughs> I don't know what, yes. what's going on in it that. It came mush- out of my mouth and I realized it. So we gave one of these away at last week's. To Brad. Brad, yeah. Brett. <laughs> <laughs> it's sticking. It's ruining. We have to stop this because oh look, the ones on the other side are upside I down. down. Yep. Why is that? Um, I need I need one more because I gave mine to Ed oh. Sullivan. Thank you, Barry. You're welcome. Because the eleven eighteen I bet is not perfectly bulbous in exactly the same spot. Mm. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, we don't have enough. Three, four, five, six, seven. Can't do it. If you don't have enough to share with the rest of the class, Dave. No. Oh, it goes any way, any way you want backwards. It does have a, a right side, but they're exactly the same on each each side. You can put them any way. It's an equilateral turn. triangle right there. Yeah. <laughs> Equal opportunity. So uh, I, th- I think they're not paying attention in the chat room. Somebody says, why is a row on the box if it's a CLE collaboration? Yeah. The E stands for Aroa. Yeah, C-L-E. And um, we have one, two, three, four bands on this, would you say? If you count the paper. Wow, he mutes himself. It's, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't it's three. The, the, the primary band looks oh, like two, but it's, it's only one. one band. Oh, okay. All right. Let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Yeah. Brett, did you smoke any of them? Not yet. Not yet. He hasn't. So we are the first ones to actually smoke this. A little cedar. Definitely cedar. Peanut skins. Or peanut shells, rather. Tastes authentic. That must be the Corojo. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say it's all Corojo? Uh, Ecuadorian, Honduran Corojo wrapper. And then the press release just says Honduran binder and fillers. Ah. But if it's grown at the farm that we believe it's grown in, it's probably all Corojo. We're going to light our cigar today with the Attaché 2 by Vertigo, featuring one soft flame fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $14.99. That is the Attaché 2 by Vertigo. So it is definitely single action because you mm. click it and it goes. There's nothing more to do. It's very simple, but great. So with the soft flame, the big-ass tank should last almost forever. Pretty close to it. Doesn't handle the uh, plosive peas, though, very well. No. I blew the flame (laughs) out. All right, so real names, also known as, these are not cigar-related, but they're people that you probably know. Demetria Gynes, G-U-Y-N-E-S, Demetria 
Skynes. Who is, is she? Is it your wife's gynecologist? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> no. I'm out. I don't know. That is Demi Moore. That's her real name. Your wife's gynecologist's name is Demi Moore? Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. She's also a movie star, you know. Yes. Movie star Albert Einstein. He had to change his name because his name was Albert Einstein, but he's mm. a movie star. Based on the hair, Christopher Lloyd. Albert Brooks. <laughs> uh-huh. Movie star Margaret Hyra, H-Y-R-A. Trying to think of something dirty. I got nothing. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Um, Natalia Zarhensko. She passed away. She died. Really? Uh, Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. We got one. Barry Stein. A lot of people died. I didn't say tragically in the in the. Yeah, I figured this whole segment was drowning. So all right. <laughs> too soon. What about uh, what about Evan Livermore? Evan Livermore. Jonathan's he's other not, man crush. He's not famous, but he, he was here for the Cigar Authority weekend and begged me to not say things that happened in the van. He would like everything that happened in the van to stay Stays in the van. Stays in the van. You so know I just wanted to make him nervous. By the way, he gifted me this Canadian whiskey that we cracked open last night with my buddy from Nova Scotia. I saw. The smoothest whiskey I have ever had in my life. It was freaking incredible. So, Evan, you're in the chat room. Thank you again. Uh- is there any left? Yes. Oh, all right. It's going to be the first review when I start up the Liquor Authority again. So never? <laughs> Alan Kongsberg. King Kong Bundy. Alan Alda. Woody Allen. Lawrence Ziegler. Talk show host. Lawrence Ziegler. The guy that went, woo, 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 You are woo. not the father. Lawrence. Lawrence. No, Lawrence Mark. Welk wasn't really a talk show. Talk show host Larry King. Oh, yeah. Larry I King. Him. But let's go to comedians. Carolyn Johnson. Carol King. <laughs> is Whoopi Idiot. Goldberg. Really? Close enough. Huh? There's something here. How Co- do you come up with Whoopi? Cornelius Chase. Chevy Chase? Chevy yeah. Chase. Barry's good at this game. Louis Z. Kelly. Louis C. K. There we go. We're going to go to music. Let's go to music, and you're going to get these. All right. This is when it gets interesting, folks. Bob Dylan. He's in there. Zimmerman? is D-Clan McManus. Declan. Declan McManus. <laughs> um, that's what's his name. What's so funny about Pete? Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. Francis Gum. Peter Falk. Judy Garland. Damn. Huh. What? Yes. She had a dude's name? Francis can be a girl. Don't call me Francis. Francis can be a girl's name? Lighten up. Hiam Wits. Buddy Holly. Really? You don't know this? No. Gene Simmons. Ah. Uh, Steveland Jenkins. Steveland Jenkins. Um, that's the uh, Ricky Don't Lose My Number. Steely Dan. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Damn it. I was so close. Carolyn Sockerson. That's Carol King. Carolyn Sockerson. Carol Cher. Burnett. Cher. Whoa. Cher wasn't even her name. Well, it is now. Dave, I told you, right? I'm, I'm a one-name cigar. Yes, that's Cher. why I I'm look to you. Ed. Yeah. 
That's how we signed his name, Ed. <laughs> That's it. We were signing our names last yeah. week. We now we're nothing again. Nothing. <clears throat> Nobody cares. No, about it's us. nothing. Stefani Germ- Germanatoa. Glenn Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Lady Gaga. I was so close. I'm getting yeah. closer. I'm, I'm getting doing, good at this. You're doing well. Georgios Peyton II. Uh, George Thurgood. George Michael. Love Harrison. Uh, Who's the Beatle? George Harrison. George Harrison. (laughs) Love is her first name. Love Harrison. Oh, uh, Courtney Courtney Love. Love. Courtney Love is right. (laughs) How about um, Sadranda? Saranda? Susan Sarandon. Cassandra (laughs) Peterson. Uh, Elvira. Yes. The Oak Ridge Boys wrote a song about her. Hmm. Tara Patrick. That's a porn star. Really? Yes. Don't know her real name. I can tell you. Lou Tyra Banks. Common Electra. Ah, so Common Electra's real name was shared with a porn star. She probably, yeah. the porn star probably took her name yeah. to piss her yeah. off, right? I can tell you Luna Star's real name, but I won't do that to her. But me and Noel know her pretty well. What are you talking about? <laughs> a porn star. <laughs> you don't have to bring. Barry, what happens in the van stays in the van. How about the poll question of the week? Brought to you by Victor Sinclair as Barry digs through. You can go over to thecigarauthority.com each week and cast your vote for the question of the week, which is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week, uh, I had a little bit of writer's block getting ready for the anniversary party, so uh, Sarah spit out a question. What, did, what exactly we did you have it. to do to get ready for the anniversary party? I was helping put together some packages, and we were running around like chickens without a head while you were just chilling here in Salem. But we asked, how many working lighters do you own? And uh, the number one answer was 10 or more. Great question. 35% of our people own Absolutely. 10 or more. And, How many uh, do I? 30, oh, my God. 30 to 40, I would say. Big number. Yeah. So the, the ad- problem is they're empty. Yeah. They, they work. Yeah. They're they just work. empty. Yeah. So the answer is that nobody, so a manufacturer that's listening that says, yeah, buy five cigars, we're going to give you a free lighter or something like that. They actually don't need lighters. No. Well, the... You need a lighter that has gas in it. So if it's a filled lighter, mm-hmm. I become interested. So how about you buy some cigars and you get a can of fuel? <laughs> so that's what you need. <laughs> Jonathan always needs a hat. I can go through a can of fuel filling up all the lighters the one, the one time. Just go, I got six in my I car. I do that, that in my drive yeah. on a weekly basis. I fill them all Yeah, up. we had one customer who you will know, Jonathan, would walk in with 50 oh, yeah. empty lighters and say... When the lighter mm-hmm. stopped working, he just put it in the center <laughs> console, and then when he's coming to buy his box of 80 here he go. That's a good question. I'd like to actually question customers and stuff. You know why it's such a good question? Because we've never said before? Why? No, Barry didn't do I it. I didn't do it. Oh, all right. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Hey, upcoming shows. Uh, next week is the draft. The cigar draft. Oh, no. The no homework. I have no idea what positions we're drafting from. You got to help me with this. Yes. 
we you need help to, me with we need this. to powwow this week. All right. So uh, the uh, Cigar Draft 2022 takes place April 16th or the week of April 16th each year. No, this is the first time we ever did yes. it. Yes. Uh, maybe it'll be a thing. Maybe it won't if it's terrible. We'll see. Uh, as it's also known as episode is going so far, so, <laughs> so good. Uh, April 23rd, the top 25 most offensive cigar brands. Going to get in trouble. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And then April 30th, we have Justo Aroa joining us, and we're going to get to cigar slang, slang words in the cigar industry, and see uh, what, what uh, we have there, and that'll wrap up April for us for upcoming shows. But right now, not all brands even stay with the same names they started with. Not cigar brands, just brands. So, for instance... Like Sears and Robux went to just Sears. Correct. See how they did that? Yeah. It made it simple. The Facebook went to Facebook. And it went now to Meta. That, that's the overall company uh-huh. name. The Facebook is still the Facebook. For instance, in 1996, a company comes out called Backrub. Backrub. That's how they began. And today, they're one of the most popular used things Asian Lotion stars. changed its name two years later. 1996, Back Rub comes out. Mm. Two years later, Jergens. changes its name Jergens. and becomes one of the most used things of all. Really? Ben Gay? <laughs> Google. <laughs> Google. Google started as Back, back Rub. rub. <clears throat> and see what happens with a name change? Everything changes, right? Jonathan seems obsessed with lotion. Yeah. Like he even sees it when there's coffee or something. He'll say, that's lotion. Yes. I just like lotion. <laughs> Company caught, started out as Quantum Computer Services. Quantum Computer Services, later known as? AOL. AOL. Very Ooh. good. Do you remember it as Quantum? No. No? No. All right. You just pulled that out of nowhere. Company started as Sound of Music for 15 years, and a tornado came along. And hit the store, and they changed, they changed it the to name. Vortex. Did it just rearrange the same letters with the wind, or it's a whole new name? Tower Records. Whole new, whole new thing. Nope, it's not to do with records. Sound of Music was what it was called. They probably sold some records or record players and things like Virgin that in those records? days. Best Buy. Hmm. So they put signs up that said, these are the Best Buys, and then they end up at the end of the sale change the name to Best Buy. This product changed its name after 29 years. 1984, it's Research in Motion, later changing its name and getting uh, popular. That was Blackberry, right? Blackberry. Nice. How do you know this stuff? But you know, I was it. big in the, the mobile phone business for a while, Dave. So Research in Motion, you, yeah. you knew it, right? Can you imagine Dave's fat fingers trying to type on a Blackberry keyboard? Oh, boy. I don't know we have to bring up uh, fat finger shame. <laughs> uh, Brad's Drink spent five years in the market till it changed its name and got really popular. Brad's Rockstar. Drink. What is Bre- it? Brett's Drink? <laughs> Brett's no, drink. Brad's Drink. Brad's Drink. <laughs> yeah, it renamed Brett's yeah. Drink. Brad's Drink. Uh, Red Bull? Pepsi Cola. Pepsi Cola. So we smoked the uh, the Blue Bonnet, right? There was a Blue Ribbon Sports. They Dick's did, Sporting Goods. They didn't do good until they changed their name. Blue Ribbon Sports. Adidas. Close. Nike. Nike. Yeah. Nike. Drive 
are drive yourself. You are self. Drive Uber. yourself. Uber. Hertz. Hertz. Donut. Three years later, changed to Hertz, which sounds like a bad name also. Yeah. It hurts if you drive our cars or whatever. <laughs> I definitely hurt driving their car last weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Action Web struggled for two years before they changed their name. Auction, I'm sorry. Auction Web. eBay. eBay, eBay is correct. Computing Tabulating Recording Corporation struggled for 13 years. Compact. CompuServe. Ed Sullivan, I'm looking computing, at you. Computing, tabbing. IBM. 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 Oh. Peter's super submarine died for one Subway? year. Subway? And turned into Subway. Stag Party <laughs> comes out. Was just ready to come out as it was. Golden Banana. Changed its name from Stag Party to. Hustler. Playboy. Mm. Playboy. That was the closest I got without getting it right. Confinity lasted one year before changing its name. Infinity? No. Confinity. Xfinity. PayPal. 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 And Jerry Gui- Jerry's Guides to the World Wide Web was too long. Yahoo? Yahoo. 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 Pretty good. Pretty good. Dave, have you ever put Blue Bonnet on a Pop-Tart? No, I use regular butter, but Blue Bonnet, softer spread. Mm -hmm. We went to a lot of (laughs) (laughs) Pup-Tots. It was disturbing. 36 packs of two. That's 72 Pup-Tots. But you can't eat just one out of a pack. You got to eat them both. You don't put an open pack back. Right. It's a good point. A two-pack is a single serving. 72 Pup-Tots in one. I put a call into um, the... um, Greatest um, Guinness Book of World's yeah. Records to see. Yeah. I haven't heard back yet from them. <laughs> it's like when you eat Oreos, you have to finish the whole row. You can't leave half a row. Yeah. Well, I have my Pop Tart socks on today. Oh. Well, so it was a week ago. They were they were bought special for that event. Wow. I left the other card down, but I do want to say thank you. Very gentlemanly moves to send us a handwritten note. Uh, yes. We got one from Bill who came to the trip mm-hmm. and Ed Sullivan. Do you have your card there? Jay Hageman sent Jay, this card. Yes. Yep. Jay sent I was just uh, going to leave well. him dangling. <laughs> well, as I said when we were downstairs and opening the mail this morning, so we said thank you to them. <laughs> they had a great time. They sent the thank you card to them. Now we're saying thank you to them for sending us the thank you card. When does when this fucking end? end? Right? <laughs> it does well, end. this is where it ends. I'm not going to get a note from them thanking me for thanking them for thanking me. You thank, may. You might make an email. So. Thanks for the shout out on the show. Yeah, yeah maybe. It has to end right here. You're That's welcome, it. everybody, or thank you to everybody. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's let this end, right? Early thoughts here on the CLE Stadium Series 2. It's a CLE uh, United Cigar collaboration, 1118 size. Um, what do you think? I think it is. Peanuts, I think it is all Corojos. Really? You're saying that because it's baseball yes. themed? Yes. <laughs> I think it's all Corojo. Uh, I, I know that this flavor, the draw is exceptional. The flavor's there. It's got. It, I put it at a five I, or a six as far as the strength goes. I mean, anybody could smoke this. It's very good. Remember a, those candies, bottle ca- caps? Oh, yes. Yeah. For some reason, I'm 
thinking of that while I'm smoking this. Yeah. And I haven't had a bottle cap in like 40 years. Good $10 cigar and packaged the way it's packaged in a, in a box of 12. Yeah. I like the 1118. It's a interesting shape. And usually you get a flavor change when it hits the, the, the pregnant part of the cigar. That's Which where is going to sell for a box. 99 99 Wow. How do you not get this? 833 per cigar. Yeah. How do you uh, not get this? Dave, you'll be happy to know uh, Jay Hagerman says he's all done with the thing. All right, good. That's enough. Just a classy move. That's it all. Is. I, I want to point out. Handwritten note is a big deal. Jay, wanna... thank you for being done. We appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just isn't going to end. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got a prize to give away and uh, something to show you in case you missed it. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. 
the mild, buttery, smooth natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Autori. That's it? Uh, yeah, he doesn't go into the United Podcast Network or wow, anything. Wow, but the music dies, everything dies, just right oh, there. It's Big Poppy. He, he has powers. Powers? Okay. All right, we're back. We're smoking the Stadium Series 2 from United Cigar. This is a collaboration with CLE and United Cigar, and this, this box of 12 becomes available on the 18th. Which is a Monday at 10 a.m. Not this Monday, following Monday, but I don't know when you're listening to this. On mm. April 18th at 10 a.m. How do you think these will sell versus, say, a Lancero? They're going to sell better than the Lancero. Mm-hmm. They're going to sell out, uh, is my guess. Uh, they should for $99. But the Lancero, so let's talk about that, is the United Cigar Lancero. Those that are watching this, you're going to see it on here, and there's three different boxes they're all the same cigar just three different color boxes and you're going to get whichever one we grab unless of course you buy three and then we'll give you one of each guaranteed and if you if you buy three and you put uh sign it we probably have about 18 signed boxes so if you want them signed nobody wants our signature anymore i'm not signing that group is gone yeah the value will hold up if I sign less. Let, okay, yeah. keep the value up. We just oh, yeah. won't sign anything, right? <laughs> um, so they are um, twelve dollars per single, but a box is one twelve. Yeah, box of twelve is one twelve, which comes out to nine thirty three per cigar. Or you could double up for two boxes for one ninety nine ninety nine, which comes out to eight thirty three per cigar for twenty four cigars. Plus, you get free shipping on your entire order, or you can get all three colors. Say sign box, please. And that's the only way you'll get all three colors. And uh, it's three boxes for two fifty nine ninety nine, which is seven twenty two per cigar for thirty six cigars. Plus, you get free shipping. And the easiest way to find the Cigar Authority twelfth anniversary cigar is head over to the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side. Click the link; it'll take you directly to the page. Or it's also on the rotator on twoguyscigars.com. Barry, if I take them all, are they free at that point? I got to wait a little longer till Dave gets sick of looking at them. Well, yeah, and, and I'm going to be sick of talking about these <laughs> on the Cigar Authority, but they're going to be around for a long time. So the big when when something sells, the big thing is at the very beginning of it. Right. And what you try to do is order just so many, so the big thing ends and, and it's you're over, done. and we sell them all. So the magic is how many do you buy? So. 300 for us is a, is a little number, right? In the box mm. of 12. Yes. But yeah. they're Lanceros, so I had to be very, very cautious of how we many. We need to really look into this cigar Taylor thing and see if we can find a way to turn those into Toros and we'll be all set. There we go, Taylor. Turn them into half Lanceros. You can always make a new sticker. <laughs> There's more than 100 gone, but yeah. a little more than 100 gone. You can so always make a new sticker next year and just relabel it the 13th anniversary cigar. <laughs> mm-hmm. The 12th anniversary, the first anniversary of the 12th, 12th anniversary, anniversary of Lancero. 
And do they become more valuable, less valuable? How long are they going to stick around? Uh, the answer is quite a while because they're Lanceros. But maybe they're just there's other stores that move Lanceros. I don't know, but there, there is that one that sells almost all Lanceros, right? Right. 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 All right, it's time to get to the best email uh, of the week brought Jonathan, to you by each other. Just a heads up, that's a koozie, that's not lotion. All right. All right. Uh, this week's prize is a coffee mug, a baseball cap, two torch lighters. Because and you, already, you got 10 already, so here's two more. Something that could be lotion or could be a koozie. I, I'm going to believe Ed Sullivan <laughs> like 95%. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Best one wins. And Carl writes, cigar event idea. Mm. Listening to all the happenings of the 12th anniversary party, I came up with some ideas to make the uh, Cigar Authority into cigar events. Kowloon's. Dave orders off the slip of paper in his wallet, and we all smoke cigars by the trash can after the meal. That's nice. It's a dumpster, but yes. Um, <laughs> The problem with Kowloon's is Kowloon's is closing. Aren't they going to reopen in some They're sort of way? They're going to open in a very small well, way. Well, one-third the size is what I saw recently. I heard 100 seats. Uh, it was no, more it was than more, that. It was less. more than that. Yeah, the, late, the last thing that I read is going to be considerably bigger than 100 really? seats. Really? Was it 300, they were saying, or maybe yeah, more than that? That would be a quarter. Uh, pizza oven. I'm sure Dave doesn't want everyone invading his home, but you could set up in the parking lot, rent or buy a pizza oven, and Dave makes everyone brick oven pizzas. You're good at pizza. Well, I never had it because I'm not invited. I've never had your pizza. Really? Yeah, I've been working for over. Dave for seven years. Never been over. Come on over. Yeah. Well, now that it's getting warmer out. We can uh, do the pizza uh, oven. You can't do it in the winter. You can. The gods are angry. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe one day we do an after show with pizza at the Dave Estate. Let's do it. It'd be fun. Why has it have to be an after it show? It could be the whole goddamn show. Yeah. We eat a lot of pizza. I'm not During eating the break, pizza. we make a pizza. Oh, can we make a cauliflower crust one? No. I don't think so. I don't think it's allowed inside the so. pizza. <laughs> the remnants stay in there and then... It just gets toasted and delicious. Mm. You ate something during the trip. You did something the other day. You ate something. Yeah, I ate a keto meal. The breakfast, there was nothing bad. All right. I mean, there was nothing good either, but it was passable. Dirty keto, it's called. Following message was submitted through the contact us page. Is that, is that it? Is that all he had is columns of the pizza oven? That's it. All right. Short and sweet. They get longer from here. All right. Uh, gentlemen, yes, including Mr. J. What's two his weeks. name? This is Tom. Tom. Two weeks ago, I rose from my middle son's guest bedroom at 1.30 a.m. and with a neighborhood friend, drove for an hour and a half to meet with 13 other men, all younger than me. We congregated out... Don't, don't go where you're going, Barry. <laughs> we congregated outside the Russian River Brewery near Santa Rosa, California. My son, we'll call him Scooter, Aaron, and 11 others sat and slept in a line to get a once-in-a-year... Uh, once in a year chance to drink three small glasses of beer named Piney the Younger. Later, we stood in the parking lot and enjoyed a cigar. I prefer mild ones. This last week, my son Scooter and three of those same guys at the brewery flew into Boston to celebrate in person your 12th anniversary show. His mom and I sat and watched the whole two hours. Boy, were we ever glad we did. We texted a bit after the show, and one of his comments was, I'm still shaking. I never thought... I'd watch a cigar podcast, let alone one that had such a relational component as part of its two hours. 
I represent that that small uh, I represent that small percentage of cigar fans you mentioned earlier at 75. I'm convinced oh, yeah. you four are doing much more than you think each Saturday. Life passions and years are fleeting like smoke expelled from a fine cigar. They are here for a moment and then gone. Cherish the experience, guys. Fun memories come in a distant second. We're doing less, not more. Yeah. We're doing less. It's signed Tom Sr., Tom Criswell I knew Sr. That, ah. I knew that was Sr. Because right. Scooter His gave it away. son's nickname is Scooter. Really? Yeah. Um, Tom? Tom Criswell's name yes. is Scooter. Wow, I could have used that. I never called anybody Scooter before. Uh, it was on the back of his shirt one day. Really? Yeah. Uh, Alex M. Why? I want to know why. Alex M. says the only people who eat a cauliflower crust pizza are soccer moms. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the following message is And I'm not going to allow it in my house. No. no. Through the Contact Us page of the Cigar oh, Authority. Who is it? Dot com. This is Bill writing. Hi, guys. Instead of writing a review of the Cigar Authority 12th or 21st, according to Barry, anniversary weekend, which was freaking <laughs> awesome, I decided that being a manager of the 54 professional drivers, I'd review the driving abilities oh, and ah, of our hosts. All right. This is going to get yes. ugly now. I don't think there's any need to stop right there. <laughs> I only had the opportunity to ride with Mr. Jonathan, Dave, and Barry. I do think I missed something by not riding in Ed's van, as everyone who rode with him said it was an absolute riot. It was a joy. I don't know if this was about his driving ability, his dry wit, or a combination thereof. While putting my hand in the box of balls with the driver's name on him, I began to sweat nervously as I'm a terrible passenger and very critical of others driving. I grabbed one of Jonathan's balls. The golf You're not balls, the first. <laughs> and went to his van. My palms were beginning to sweat more, but off we went. <laughs> Jonathan managed to get on the road without issue. However, his first mistake was that he didn't follow the others. After several turns down a few <laughs> side roads, we arrived at what Jonathan wa thought was the destination, but he had the wrong place. He brought us to the Field of Dreams instead of America's Stonehenge. I quickly deduced that this was some type of wild dream coming true for him, and he was drawn to this location instinctively. Seriously, a van full of guys? <coughs> the Field of Dreams? You see where I'm going there here. There we go. Someone asked... If that's where he got his first kiss, they were relentless. <laughs> Some asked, male or female? He answered neither and drove on. Fortunately, Shotgun Sean pulled out a map and led us to the promised land. Oh, my God. You got a book here. I told you they got longer. Yeah. Day two, I was with Dave. Lots of driving on day two. Salem to Seabrook, back to Salem, off to Nashua, back to Salem. I'm going to cut Dave some slack on his driving. It's got to be difficult to drive while giving a master's level dissertation about business and management. He freely shared information about the company, his background, and business decisions. This was a tremendous benefit of riding with Dave as it distracted me from his driving. <laughs> I think there were several times he forgot he wasn't in his self-driving Tesla as he looked up things on his phone while driving down the highway. You really did that? Yeah, we passed him and he's on his phone driving. <laughs> Well, Barry, you encouraged everyone to flip him off, too, but he didn't even notice because no. he was looking at the phone. I thought it was Jonathan saying, where are we supposed to go now? <laughs> On day three, I decided to ride with Barry. It was a short ride, but I could easily deduce that Barry is a speed demon. He definitely had the heaviest foot as my head snapped back as he pulled out of the hotel parking lot. Our three-mile ride was uneventful and quick. Very quick. So this is my driving review. I avoided the technical aspects of professional driving reviews. If I had, I'm not so sure these guys would have passed. I sincerely hope that none of you take up a career as professional drivers. Keep doing what you do so well. Although, 
Those vans were shit boxes, right? You step on the accelerator, and all it did was get louder. It was more like a volume control. Well, there was some it's not weight, a Tesla. Some weight in there, and moving a lot of people, and whatever. Uh, yeah, I, while all this stuff was going on, I figured people are lost or didn't know where they were going. So when somebody texted while I was there, I looked at it. Yeah. And I may or may not respond. I don't know. <laughs> Jay Apparently, says, I did. Jay says I was delightful to drive with. All right. All right. So you picked Bill as the last with that long Well, he thing. said he was going to write the review, and he wrote the review. It was good. He followed through. I'm going to give it to Bill. I'm going to go with uh, the Kowloon uh, and pizza idea because uh, they're food, it has and, to do with food and I haven't yeah. had lunch yet. Well, my vote doesn't even matter. Why? What do we have? Well, they both went bill. Well, if you went with pizza, you're all be a tie, tie. But then Jonathan uh, would break that, so it's Bill. I'm going with Bill anyway. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I mean, the the Tom Senior was very nice. Well, good. Yeah. The thing I loved about the trip was the relentless ball busting. I liked it more than any other part of the whole weekend because. There's something about our audience that we let them in behind the curtain and we they, we show our warts and they were just f- picking scabs, man. They get us. Just, they get us and they knew that <laughs> right from the me bringing us to the wrong place, they knew that the gloves were off and that there was nothing that was off limits and they they spared no pain whatsoever. It was awesome. They can hang. Yeah. Every one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how about being able to say a joke? You know, I'd said it to uh, Ed Santamaria. So you agree with Barry 100% expecting him to smirk? And he goes, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. And he got, (laughs) I'm like, it's a drop from the show. I said that same joke later on, and I got 12 people to laugh. Yeah. (laughs) It was good, but. You still tired? I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) I think we give him some actual work to do this time. Well, that's the thing. If it could be split up, everything I did could get split up into multiple people, but right. it was way too much for so me. So let's take that 12th anniversary event versus the store anniversary event. What percentage of work did you have to do for the small event versus the big? It's it's the same thing. So it's 500 people, <laughs> and this was 30-something people. So it's the same amount of work, it's worse. It's it's even worse than that. Whoa. Only because it lasted three days. Yeah. So the anniversary thing is yeah, it's five one, hours. And it's it, over. It, it is a this late night, 13, but you can recover the next day. This was 13 hours. early day, late night, early day, late night, early day, and drop off. And some of these off. people went out after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me. Yeah. So you didn't work hard enough. You weren't exhausted because... <laughs> I was exhausted. Oh, I was smoked. See, I figured I'd go home. I'd spend an hour and a half staring at the ceiling, trying to come down from the high of the day that I went to my neighbor's house to throw darts. Hmm. I, I like the whole idea. I, I want to do it again. Yeah. But I am saying to myself, don't do this to yourself again. Don't do right. this. And I thought Barry would be not – Ed Sullivan would be the guy that would – you know, okay, he's going to talk sense into me. So I come in the next day. Barry sends me an email. 
it was unbelievable. Thank Best you. Ever. It was great. Best day of my life. And then I, Jonathan comes in and says, no, we have to do this again. It was good. This right. is why and it's good. Then I said, I didn't hate them as much as I thought I would. <laughs> Tuesday, you came in, yeah. and you were like, no, it was all right if we you know, take away the driving thing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, I, I thought you were on my side I, here, and we were going to stop. Didn't even Gianna tell you you, you have to do, do it, it again. again? Yeah, she was in Texas. Right. She was doing her own thing, and I'm <laughs> out here doing it, but uh, she said she'd help help next time, if there's a next time. You can't commit right now. Can't commit. No. Folks, I think there'll be a next time. Yeah. What I think is there'll be a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Yeehaw. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. All right, short and sweet. I got three questions and one tiebreaker. Ed? Yeah, I'm always the winner. All right. I, I'm not feeling it today, though. No? Vulnerable. All right. We bought up Playboy magazine. Uh, now let's bring up Born Today, Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner, American magazine publisher and businessman. Uh, he owned Playboy. He was born in Chicago, Illinois today. What year? Be really old. 1928. 28. I'm going to go for the exact number here. 33. 33. 35. 35. Everybody is over. Over, everybody. No points. 26. I was going to say 27, 1 to 28. I was screwed no matter what. If you 27, go to 26. Very self-fulfilling prophecy going on over there. I'm not feeling it. Well, you're saying you, you weren't, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I was awarded a gift at the anniversary party, and it was a statue of Winston Churchill. I immediately what? pulled out my cutter. Oh, yeah. Which was a Winston Churchill cutter because he and said. You cut the head off the statue? No, he oh. said. <laughs> I, I thought you'd like this, and I showed him that I do like it a lot because here's my Winston Churchill cutter that I had on me. And um, today, Winston Churchill becomes the first honorary U.S. citizen. What really? year was that? Mr. Jonathan. 1930. 30. 44. 44. Probably took a little while. 1947. 47 for the win. 1963. Ooh, it took a long time. Took a long time. Ed Sullivan has one point. There's one question to go. You guys are goose eggs. I do have one tiebreaker if needed. Thank God. Over to Barry. San Diego Padres. I suffer with you. I've been such a stupid baseball. <laughs> I've never seen such stupid baseball playing in all my life. What year was that? 78. 78. I think it was 1963. 63. 72. 72 for the point. 
74. Coming Whoa. after you, Ed Sullivan. All right, we have a tie. Oh. We have Mr. Jonathan versus Ed Sullivan in the tiebreaker. But Barry could still win. He could get it and be a three-way tie, and Ed Sullivan would be the champion. Mm-hmm. You'd be the winner. Oh, boy. So you got two chances here. All right. Or you're all over, and you win again. Three chances. Oh, awesome. So how do you lose this? Born today, Dennis Quaid, an American actor and musician known for a wide variety of dramatic and comedic roles, first gaining widespread attention in some of the most notable credits, including Breaking Away, The Right Stuff, The Big Easy, Interspace, Great Balls of Fire, Dragonheart, and The Parent Trap. Dennis Quaid, born today, what year? To me again. To you again. Uh, 1953. 53. 49. 49. 48. 48. 53 will take the point. 54. And Ed Sullivan continues. Wasn't even feeling it. No. And still no problem. It doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. Uh, The champion was Tom Criswell. Yeah. Is the champion. But Ed Sullivan went back because Tom isn't here today. Um. Dave, the chat room seems in favor of doing another TCA anniversary party. Yeah. There's a lot of FOMO going on. Yes. People are regretting yes. not signing <laughs> up. Alex M. says that if you're shorthanded, his wife could work the sales floor while he's at the event. And I don't want to take it into a business aspect of it, but business-wise, you it, was overdid. <laughs> it was a loser. It was a loser. You came out strong. Here, have an Atabay. Let's follow that up with a Byron. Yeah, where do we go from there? And Have a handful of Garofalos. I yeah. mean, you gave out a lot of yeah. stuff. A lot of cigars. Expenses. Rent-a-cars were huge. M- big money on those yeah, things. Yeah, I, I the was price, shocked by how expensive. Well, yeah. the price is crazy on rentals. They they sold them all for the pandemic. <laughs> now they're charging a fortune yeah. for rentals. Everything was very high. Food's high now. Everything's high. You see, see all this. But food it, was, it's not about making money anyway. Food was great. Yeah, food was good. Jonathan wouldn't know, but food was Well, good. his meatballs went. three of the things. Yeah. His meatballs went first. They Everybody had to try. They had to try all the different things. They had to have raisin toast. They had to have the uh, butter on a pop tart. Yeah. They had to have Mr. Jonathan's fourth place meatballs, stolen mac and cheese, uh, fried chicken both ways, the real way with the bone in it and as a chicken cutlet. For Mr. Jonathan. Fried chicken cutlet. Fried chicken cutlet. I mean, the mac and cheese was fine, not worth stealing. No. No. He could have left it for you. It it absorbs too much moisture. It gets too dry in the center. If I can dry, what can we do about that in the future? I mean, I I poured in liquid cheese. It, I I like it to be creamy, creamier. Yeah, creamier. I guess I could not thicken it at all. I don't know. Work on it. There was more breadcrumbs than cheese. It was a lot of cheese, but you wouldn't know it because it absorbed. Or there whatever. was like Just four that, pounds of cheese in it. Thank you, but. Just telling you. Uh, thank you, but we've got well, some feedback. Going back from the original, like the original one was the best one. It's yeah. never never quite the same. But anyway, we're smoking the CLE Stadium Series, Series Unidas, that is coming out in two weeks, Stadium Series 2. Um, it's actually coming out in 10 days, so less than two weeks. Okay. $99 a box of 12 or $10 per cigar. And twoguyscigars.com or anybody that sells stadium series that's out there, we're holding off because they, they all have to get shipped out 
cedar, a little bit of spice, and maybe Barry got into my head, but there's uh, like a little root beer barrel or there was mm -hmm. a root beer flavored bottle cap. I'm not saying yeah. that you're wrong, just it, more of a root beery kind of. Did you eat that kind of shit when you were a kid? Yeah. Bottle cap and stuff, yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. Mm. Just making sure it doesn't stem back to your parents didn't let you eat that kind of shit. And the root beer bottle cap was the best bottle cap. Well, it, it was. was. Yeah. I'd say yeah. it was yeah. to the oh, end. Oh, no doubt. Mm. Kind of like the butterscotch dum-dum. I always like the red ones on both the bottle cap and the, you know, somebody puts the candy out for you, you go for the red one. It's always yeah, the best one. You look at the dum-dums and you always think, that's it? Yeah. It's just That time. was what they give you when you when you went over, went to the <laughs> dentist. Doctor, dentist anything. You went into the, the bank. bank. They yeah. give you a dum-dum. Dum -dum yeah, dentist, you don't have any cavities. Here's some dum-dums. Let's <laughs> see if we can change that. Which is a, a stupid name for a... Snack, food, or a candy you give a kid, a dum-dum, right? And we'll get into some of the most offensive names on, on the April 3rd, 23rd. You show. are just full of transitions Transition. Here. You're, you're great. I could have went either way. I could have went with the most offensive brand names or slang. Dum-dum is a stupid person, uh, right? Yes. Vic Anderson liked the limoncello, too. That was uh, a nice touch. I went home that night, and my uh, my wife and daughter and her best friend were there. We polished that off. With, you know, we were nice enough to give us a bottle, too. That was phenomenal. My wife wants more. I told her. I've well, the recipe's in, in the years. cookbook. Buy the cookbook, the Cigar mm -hmm. Authority cookbook. The recipe's mm -hmm. in there. My mother never gave it out. There it she, is. This is what I'm upset about with your mother. And, and Angela, I know you're <laughs> listening. The... She made me learn how to make the coffee cello and said she might someday teach me how to do the lemon cello. And then you ask her to put it in the cookbook. And yeah, okay. I had to go through the, the class of making the coffee right. cello. Coffee cello is better. No? Lemon cello is the one. The one. I, I always need to get the coffee cello and we need to compare. I think Dave's mom also resents you for stealing the mac and cheese. That's why you weren't getting it. That was such a topic of discussion. That <laughs> holiday when he left, I mean, everybody was like, what kind of person does this? <laughs> it was, the was all, do that. That was all you stirring the pot. He, he couldn't have done it. No, and no. everybody's looking everywhere. Let's look in the garage. I go, well, why would it be in the garage? Yeah, everybody's looking everywhere to see what it was. But then I had a call everybody after on monday and say uh yeah he actually took it with the lemon cello i think a lot of the guests looked at it as a single serving thing to have while they were listening well to they the couldn't music. take can't take it home yeah, no. couldn't take it on, on a plane. plane we couldn't ship it it was well chilled though it was ready to go oh, yeah yeah it was done all right that's it that's it for it next week the cigar draft we're going to work on that this week yes let's get together uh, we have a budget, and we're going to pick the best cigars available. Uh, will quantity win over quality or vice versa? That's going to be interesting how it comes out. Uh, we've never done this before. I've never even seen a draft. i got to learn how this thing whole plays out. We'll see how that goes. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And as boring as it was, you may have learned boring. something today. What do you mean? Which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.